Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And welcome to Going Pear-Shaped on AudioEntropy.com, a podcast about eh, just whatever we feel like talking. And, uh, wow, just whatever we feel like talking. What the hell is with me today? <laughs> anyway, uh, joining us is Emily. Hi, I'm back again. I'm here. I've been here a little bit recently, but uh, this, today's topic is very important to me, so I thought I, I, I had to come on at least one more time, you know. I'm going to be on hopefully later, but not this often. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see. In any case, that super important topic, we finally got to fucking play Sonic Mania. We did. Uh, and Sonic Mania fucking kicks ass. Sonic Mania kicks a lot of ass. It was very good. It was worth the it's wait. It's real good. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you want to get into it first? Okay, so Sonic Mania is the latest and greatest in Sonic games um, with the uh, team headed up by Christian Whitehead, um, who's been a force in the kind of like the Sonic fan mod fan community, mod community, ROM hack community, the community community, whatever, uh, for a while. Also, under his direction, Head Cannon and Pagoda Games, I think we're the Pagoda two- West. Pagoda West, Head Cannon and yeah. Pagoda West, um, developed this game. It was originally announced what 2016, 2015. When did they announce this game? I think it was last uh, year. Maybe it was. Maybe it was twenty fifteen. I can't I, remember. I, I to the Googles. No, I I think it actually got announced during the Sonic twenty fifth anniversary thing. So I think yeah. it's been just a little over a year since the announcement. That, that oh, was God. the twenty fifth anniversary. You're right. They did that. announce. Okay, so yeah, a little over a year then. Um, as always, it was met with a fair deal of skepticism. Although the the buzz around this one was a little more pro- positive leading up to release, with the hopefully this new guy won't fuck it up. Um, and the game hit and has since received very good critical reviews. I think it's hovering at around like an 87 on Metacritic. Um, and yeah, Sonic's back and it kicks ass. Feels yeah. really fucking good to play a good Sonic yeah. game again. Um, because here's the thing a lot of people tend to forget that Generations was good. That game tends to get overlooked, and that annoys me. And I was like, people are like, Sonic is back. And I'm like, well, that's bullshit. Generations was good. Generations came out six years ago. Generations was good. Colors was good. And you know what? Even if a lot of people have soured on them since then, the two adventure games were critically well-received at the time. Yes. And I'll still defend Adventure 2. Adventure 1, not so much. I'll defend both, because they're both amazing. Okay, I like... <laughs> As will I, but, like... I like Adventure it is, 1, it but... Is, mm. it, it is absolute horseshit to pretend that it has been an insanely long amount of time since we've had a good Sonic game. It, especially especially because a lot of the folks are like, oh, Sonic's been bad, blah, 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 blah. Sonic we'll was never good. Fucking, like, no, kiss my fucking ass. Yeah. Sonic was well, good. Well, the thing is, a lot of folks will point to fucking, like, as a counterexample to, to the passage of time, will point to Sonic 06, and as the title implies, that game came out 11 fucking years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but in fairness's name, like Generations, I, I will, I'm absolutely in the Generations was good. Stop shitting on it camp because Generations is a genuinely good game. Stop shitting on Do it. Do people that shit on was, it? People don't shit on it so much as they tend to, pre- tend to pretend it doesn't exist. People are or, weird. Or pretend about it wasn't that good. Good. Both of which yeah. are bullshit. It was good. It's got problems. It's not as good as Mania. I will get into it. I think Mania is the best game in the series, full stop. Yeah, um, I can't disagree there. <laughs> um, Generations yeah. has problems, namely the boss fights are shit. The boss fights in that game are bad, with like the sole exception of the shadow boss fights, okay? Um, 
But otherwise, Generations... I actually is... didn't have too much of a problem with the bosses in that game. I, J- just the very final boss. The very final Time boss... Time Eater is horseshit. ...is awful. The thing about it, I didn't have problems as well. They're just poorly designed bosses. They're not hard. They just take way too fucking long. They're overly scripted. Um, they rely on super samey attack patterns. They're just they're just bad boss fights. Um yeah. That being and said, I, I think look, I think up. another kind of thing to bear in mind is since Generations, we have had two, arguably three Sonic games. So we had we Sonic had Boom. Boom. We had Boom, which was a, a disaster, disaster, infamously so. We don't really need to get into that too much. We had Lost World, which was passable. I did you not know, like, care for the, Lost World. It was to mixed success, I would say. Some, some folks really some liked it. Some people do like that game. I was yeah. not one of them. And then the the arguable third game was uh, All-Stars Racing Transformed, which is legitimately one of the best racing games I've no, made. No, All-Stars Racing, All-Stars Racing Transformed was excellent, but I would never classify that as a Sonic game. Not in any... It, it has Sonic in the title, but like... That ain't a Sonic game. It's a really I don't know. I mean it's it's that thing that's like is Mario Kart a Mario game kind no. of thing. I, I don't think Mario Kart's right, a Mario well, I would I would say well, okay. Well. Uh, it's just personal classification. It's, it's, it's I an, yeah, it's an interesting distinction. Um Yeah. All Stars Racing Transform was fantastic though. I'll absolutely it go was. to bat for that game, but I'll go to bat for that game on its own merits, not on the merits of it like supporting a franchise. Anyway, it's been like six years since we had a good Sonic game, and it feels really good to play a good Sonic game. Uh, thank you, Christian Whitehead, and also Head Cannon Games, and also sure, yeah. Go to West. Am I fucking that up? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Thanks to all those people. We have a new good Sonic game. Um, yeah. So, what did we all think of it? I, I'm assuming we all thought I, it was good. Yeah, oh. it's fucking great. Um, I love most of the new zones. Um, I'm a like Mirage Saloon. Uh, fucking. Uh, Studiopolis and uh, oh, before Press we get Garden. too far into this, we should probably mm-hmm. say we're probably going to be talking about spoilers here. Oh, um, none of us, none I of mean, us. By the time this episode goes up, like the game's going to have been out for like a month. Yeah, that and that's even true. on PC. Yeah, that's true, and you're not wrong. But it's still just as a matter of courtesy. Just yeah, exactly. Just as a matter yeah, of courtesy, out of courtesy, because like, listen, <laughs> if I didn't have such great friends. I wouldn't have the game right now because I wouldn't have been able to afford it. And if I went and listened to my favorite podcast, GPS, you know, I'd be oh, listening. No. And like, Why is oh that no, favorite? I can't listen to this episode. Or I, I, I think, oh, I can listen to this episode because they didn't say spoilers, and then you guys say like about something about a stage, and then you know, suddenly I fucked up. You know, so I'm glad you guys said okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler <laughs> warning for Sonic Mania. Yeah, <laughs> Mike's like, Sonic okay, Mania. whatever, crazy dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But, Fucking, um, go ahead, Mike. I would say, with the exception of, and we'll we'll get into this at some point. I would say, with the exception of the very final zone, Titanic Monarch, uh, all the new zones are good. Yes, um, I think all the zones, period, are good. Yes, um, there de- there are definitely highs and lows, but by and large, the game is very, very good. Yeah. Um, what is what is everyone's favorite of the zones? <sighs> uh, mine's definitely Stardust Speedway. I I think that I think the redesign of that level is really just frankly fucking phenomenal um for a bunch of reasons not the least of which is that level design in sonic cd was was actually kind of not that great (sighs) level design in sonic cd was a really weird mixed bag um that's gonna have to be an episode all of its own i think maybe if we want to do that no i don't think so like i'm just i'm just gonna say fucking wacky workbench and move on 
But I liked Wacky Workbench. What is wrong with you? That bounce, <laughs> the floor bounce mechanic is really cool. There's a lot of really cool vertical momentum in that in that level. I mean, it's to a no weird... avail. No, that's it's not really true. cool vertical momentum that the level design punishes you for engaging with. I don't think that's true at all. But anyway, fucking, we're not talking about Sonic CD. We're talking about Sonic Mania. <laughs> um, and Sonic Mania is so Stardust Speedway is a really excellent level. Uh, that has a lot of really cool, like, unique movement mechanics. Um, it's got the Bad Future. It's got three remixes of Bad Future um, from the Japanese soundtrack of Sonic CD, all of which are excellent, especially, like, the actual proper Bad C- uh, Future one where you when you fight Metal Sonic. Um, I think Metal Sonic is, like, among one of the best boss fights in that game. Um, and it has... So that's where that game, like, really clicked for me. It's weird, because a lot of people described how they got, like, punched in the gut with nostalgia, like, really early on. That didn't happen for me. In fact, the one boss fight everyone freaked out over, which is the, uh, spoilers, because it's actually kind of a really big surprise, um, the Mean Bean Machine fight at Chemical Plant Zone. Yeah, I, I told think I was- I told you about that after I did it. I didn't tell you the details, but I was like so excited for you to get to that. It's yeah, a, it's so it's a, such a little cool Easter egg. Like, oh, I love it. It is. I I'm gonna be the contrarian here. Uh-huh. I don't. Of I don't actually. You are. Li- of course, I am. I don't actually <laughs> like it. Like, it's a neat Easter egg for about five seconds, but stretching it out into like an entire boss fight space, I don't. I don't want to play Poyo Poyo. I want to play <laughs> fucking Sonic. I mean, I want to play Poyo Poyo. I wanna- um, but I will agree that it works a lot better as an Easter egg than it does as an actual boss fight. Yeah, because like it, to the point of like not ma- like like if someone gets to that and they've never played fucking Poyo Poyo, they don't want anyone to get stuck on that boss fight. So they've set it to be incredibly easy. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know if it's actually possible to lose that boss it, fight. It, I mean, it, it is probably possible. is if you just like I guess if you just hold the down button maybe. But like I like it's. I feel like if I feel like if you can figure out the rules enough to like get a combo, I think you win. Yeah, yeah. It, if you just play it as like a match four game, you can pretty much win out of the gate. Because I'm terrible at Poyo Poyo, and I just played match four, and I got through it on my first try. Um, I I have confirmed I have seen somebody lose at that boss fight, but they only lost one time, and then they got it on their second try and moved on. Um, and they literally never played Poyo Poyo before in their life, and they don't like puzzle games, so that's what you're dealing with. <laughs> Um, but yeah, prior to that point, I'd never really gotten hit with the nostalgia, but man, fucking Stardust Speedway, like when Metal Sonic comes out and does like the finger wag, and you have a, what is actually like, it's not an auto-scroller, but it's kind of like a weird pseudo-auto-scroller, like lead-in, and then when you get to the fucking midpoint, and the uh, Metal Sonic gets inside that fucking machine, and you can see like the other broken, like, beta Metal Sonics in the tubes on the side, and he throws shitty fucking tiny shitty Game Gear Metal Sonics at you. And they have the fucking Game Gear sound effects. I fucking lost it. That shit was awesome. It's, that boss it's worth noting that that's ass. just like, that that's a multi-phase boss fight. And it's it's just fucking an end of level boss fight. Yeah. It, like, it's not the finale or anything. It's just, like, fuck no, it, like multi-phase any, boss fight. Yeah, Why like, not? in any other game, that absolutely could have been a final boss fight. But in this, it's literally a fucking, I think it's, like, dead center, like, dead middle of the game when you it fight is a, It is at furthest two-thirds of the way. Okay, yeah, it's like, it's basically at the halfway point, probably a little over in that game. But, yeah, they just throw that out there. And, like, the weird fucking throwbacks to, like, the Game Gear Sonic coming out of fucking nowhere... 
that yeah that 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 absolutely kind of like sealed the deal for me i was like okay this game's this is the real deal they know what they're doing yeah like that there's there's tons of little things that they're like for all the complaining that i've 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 done and will probably continue to do about titanic monarch um it actually filled me with like there was a really great bit of um surprise moment when it clicked with me that uh, so so one of the things that like when I when I got through all the zones one of the things I was kind of disappointed with for a while was the fact that Sonic One only got one levels worth of representation, um, and it was and it was just Green it Hill was Green Zone Hill and that's zone. yeah and that's a bummer for me because I love all of Sonic One's zones with the exception of Labyrinth, um, but like you know so it's just like well, seriously we're not going to get any like Starlight Zone. I mean, I know most people don't like Marble. I'm weird for liking Marble Zone, but like, I mean, maybe I'll, just I'll some like fucking Marble, marble Zone. zone. Um, um, spring Yard, you could do Spring Yard. You could spring do Spring Yard's real good. You could do Scrap Brain. And I was, yeah. Well, that well, that was the thing with Scrap Brain. Like when we got to Titanic Monarch, and you get to that point where there's like the weird, like angled rectangles with like the pig enemies at the top of each of them that drop the marbles down, and it's like it's super, super clearly trying to evoke Scrap Brain Zone. Oh fuck! I, I just hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I caught that, I was just like, "Oh fuck yes! Okay, here we go. Here's Scrap Brain Zone. It's it's buried in this in this original zone here, but like, yeah, there's Scrap Brain Zone. And yeah, that's kind of I feel like credit where it's due. So Sonic Mania, I feel actually. Hold on, before we talk about this, M, what did you think of the game? I mean, like favorite I, zone and all that. I I don't know if I could pick a favorite zone. I mean, maybe just Mirage Saloon, just based on aesthetics. Like I thought that was such a cool little like Wild West zone where you get shot out of guns, like. They they brought out fucking Sonic the Fighters for that fucking. Stage. Oh yeah, that that too. Like fighting a polar bear, the duck. Like that, oh, and, no, and I think, what is it like? Being the dynamite, beak the dynamite, something like that. I, th- I think it's being being the dynamite, knack uh, the weasel slash fang the sniper, depending on your localization. And then I think the yeah, polar nah, bear's name is I Bark. Saying, I was saying Nick. <laughs> I was playing it and like, oh, it's Nick the sniper. It's knack, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fucking... So... so go, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, that's actually one of the weird things about this game. And it took me... Kind of, so I played through the game multiple times. I still haven't gotten, like, the secret final ending, whatever. Um, it took me multiple playthroughs to kind of figure this out. This game is very clearly positioned. It, it was weird to me that there's probably only one sort of explicit reference to like the later games in the franchise, and that is kind of the throwback to Chaos Control like right at the start of the game, and occasionally when Eggman just kind of teleports because that's very clearly trying to evoke Chaos Control just in terms of how it looks and how it functions. Um, it was weird to me that there were no references to like later games in the series, and then it hit me this game is very clearly positioning itself as the Sega Saturn sequel we never got. Yeah. So there are no oh, references. There are no references or virtually no references to like stuff later in the series, but you have references to like the Game Gear games. Because and the Sonic the Fighters. And Sonic the Fighters. And I was like, why the fuck are they referencing Sonic the Fighters, but there's nothing in here from like Adventure One? Because we, we have about, what about the last boss fight where you fight Silver and Shadow at the same time? I don't, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think you would be. <laughs> what yeah, are you guys talking about? Shadow. Like, you guys haven't got all chaos emeralds yet? Yeah, he's, fucking yeah. spoilers. Yeah, fight Jesus. Silver and Shadow. So I didn't get to say what my favorite zone was, and we're getting to you. Well, the thing is, this is this is probably going to surprise you all because like water levels in Sonic games and oh, really in oh. all games tend to be the worst. 
I love the new Hydrocity. Hydro or Hydro City. Hydro I'm not sure which one's supposed to be. It's Hydro City. I it's love. Hydro City. I love Hydro City, and I've always loved Hydro City. Even like like the 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 game that's on Sonic Three slash Sonic Three Knuckles. I love that stage, and I love it here. It's like one of the best water levels in like any game ever. Yeah. No, I I agree. I fucking I've always loved it. Yeah. Um. It's. I I don't know why. Cause cause. It, I don't know. It, I think it's just the style of it, maybe, and the, and the fact that like they, it's a water level, but they really encourage you to get vertical with it with a lot of their design mm-hmm. and, and running on water. Also, there's is the cool, cool thing where you you can run on the water. Yeah, that's real fucking <laughs> huge. Um, I th- I think I think that's maybe something that it had that really any prior water level was sorely missing. Like labyrinth would be so much easier if there were opportunities where like okay, you get up to speed, you don't have to go into the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, Hi- people would have hated that zone a lot less, I think. Hydra City also does the interesting thing where you can kind of play it however you want to, because you can play that level almost front to back entirely in the water, and then, depending on how you go through it, you can also avoid the water almost entirely, depending on, like, how you manipulate that level. Hydra City's a really, really good zone. Um, I definitely put it way up there in terms of favorite zones. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'd you know, say actually- my second favorite is, actually, shit. You know, uh, speaking speaking of Hydro City, that kind of um, that kind of reminds me of a weird thing about this game. And this isn't necessarily good or bad; it's just strange. There is a lot of just fighting Robotnik, just kind of out in the open without him being in like a mech or anything. Yeah, so that mini boss fight is really really funny, but it's also very strange. Not in a bad way, but just like. So the mini-boss fight is essentially the reversal of the mini-boss fight from the original Hydro City, where you were in the water and Robotnik had the weird, like, propeller oh, yeah. hover machine. It is an inversion of that, where you're in the propeller hover machine and Robotnik is below you in the water, like, laying bombs and stuff like that. Um, there is a so, fair amount of that in this game, though. I feel like... Yeah. I and actually, like, like, even even when you get to, like, the actual, like, like just regular ass bosses, like, when you're fighting the hard-boiled heavies and stuff, like, there is a strange, like, and, 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 and I do appreciate it that it allows them to be more creative than, than they could have been if they, you know, slavishly stuck to the original formula, but there's a weird lack of just Robotnik gets into a robot, you hit him eight times, everything explodes, and then he flies away. That kind of doesn't happen all that much in this game honestly i i I feel like that's fine um because it's one of those things where i i would agree that like the the freedom of the creative freedom it gives them ultimately like more than justifies that even though i do kind of miss some of those like classic robot yeah it it does just feel weird considering how much of a throwback this game is supposed to be that, that that we don't really get that like I think the closest we get to it is when they bring back the fucking final boss from Sonic 2. In, As the in first Green boss Hill. of the game, yeah, yeah. which is really yeah. cool. <laughs> God, I feel so weird about Green Hill Zone, because on the one hand, this is a fantastic Green Hill Zone, and it's a really good level. On the other hand, I'm so fucking sick of Green Hill Zone. I mean, I was fine with this game having Green Hill Zone. I'm not fine with Sonic Forces having Green Hill Zone. At that point, it's like... No, guys, come on. Just do, yeah, like, Emerald Hill, for fuck's sakes. It's basically so it, the same level. It, it makes... Here's the thing, is... It makes sense in this, because it's a throwback retro game. Yeah. And it made sense in Generations, because it was a throwback retro game. There's no reason for it to be in Forces. There's no fucking reason. Uh, My god. Okay, but let's let's not dwell on Forces right now. Let's, yeah. um... 
Sonic Sam, Mania. Uh, you were about to say something uh, a moment ago. Oh, um... Before we cut you off, I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. I'm trying to remember what exactly that was. It might have been when I was talking about how I keep remembering things in the game um, from you guys talking about it. Because I've been playing it kind of, like, erratically. So I, my memory of stuff that happens in the game might not be super good. So when you guys mention, like, oh, yeah, the Hydra City boss is the reverse of the normal boss, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, that was so good. <laughs> it just keeps happening to me in this, and it's really... Yeah, it's fun. I mean, like, I I just finished my playthrough of the game this morning. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I've I've only gone through it with Sonic and Tails together. I haven't done Knuckles yet, uh, and I haven't gotten all the emeralds or anything. Oh, that is that is another thing. So, um, so so I think I said near the start, I have I have basically two things about this game I flat out don't like. Uh, one was the confusing bit with Titanic Monarch and that whole thing where you had to like. That whole multiple paths teleportation bit, where you're not really sure if you're making progress, that kind of that kind of was butts. Um, and the other thing, and I know this is going to be a divisive thing, because some people love this, but I'm not a fan of Blue Sphere coming back. No, fuck Blue Sphere. That game is garbage. What? Blue Sphere is ass. I love Blue Sphere. I do not love Blue Sphere. You know, you're talking about when we run around and grab all the Blue Spheres. Yup. And you got what the hell? Listen, listen, guys. Okay, for K. Listen, guys. I love Blue Sphere. I do think they should have changed it a little bit in this version, in the way that, like, how Blue Sphere's always worked is that you go in. Sorry, you go into a stage and you um and and you do the Blue Sphere stage, but if you fuck up on the stage, you don't get to try that one again. You just move on to the next one. That worked when there was only seven of them. There's like fifty of them in this game, and it's yeah. like really hard to to like get good at a stage when you don't get to play it again for like another hour, maybe depending on how many blue sphere stages you do. Like they should have split them up into smaller chunks, or just made it so that you keep repeating the same one until you get it. Because I, 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 I've beaten hardly any of them because like they, they're really good but they're complicated and like you almost need to have a little bit of memorization to beat them but it's really hard to do that just, when you only play them once every hour like one yeah, stage i looked i looked at like how many there were and just went like yeah i'm never actually going to do this and i just stopped jumping into the ring of stars See, i like them a lot i've always wanted like that game as like a mobile game or something and i'm glad they brought it back but they should have changed things about it to make you it see, work for this game i'm sorry i i was gonna say i did i got perfect on like two blue sphere levels i looked at how many there actually were and i'm like oh my god fuck this and just pissed out of that just, game yeah yeah now i will say though the actual special stage is fucking radical like yeah they finally made a special stage that didn't suck ass that's cool <laughs> that's actually <laughs> cool the- that's not sarcasm yeah, I think the um, I think the way I, I saw it first described was vaporwave Sonic R, and like that's <laughs> basically what it is, and I love it. Yeah, no, that's I'm actually accurate. It controls yeah. better than Sonic R, <laughs> but and like uh, yeah, it looks like it changed how those work with the giant rings too, because you back in the day you could like restart Angel Island Zone over and over again and get all the Chaos Emeralds just by like getting that first gold ring. It doesn't seem like you can do that in this one. You got to find each gold ring, I guess. Is how it works. I, I mean, if it if it works like the like Sonic Three and Knuckles did, then presumably like once you beat the game and go back into that file, like you can just yeah yeah. Go back I'm, in, I'm really I excited to try to. I, I was I was never able to beat like the second uh, special stage of that. 
<laughs> so I, I'm really, I really want to get back into those. What, um, so you guys, like, which, which character did you, um, uh, start the game off with? Everybody, oh. oh, you said Sonic and Tails, and I started with Tails. Oh, I started with Sonic and Tails, uh, yeah. which I think is kind of, they obviously positioned that as, like, what you should start with. No, they did, um, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think that's definitely the right starter for that game. Um, I think if you're, you can basically start with anybody. I don't think it's super prohibitive or anything like that, but I would definitely. No, I just thought it was an, inter- an interesting question, I think. But yeah, you guys are traditionalists, I guess. And I'm just like, I'm going to play the character I like. <laughs> no, that's totally fair. Also, fucking the real reason you should play Sonic and Tails is you get to see twice as much animation work in that game. And the animation work in the next game is so Oh, it's so good. good. All the little details they change. Like, when Tails looks up, his mouth opens up now. Um, like, just, like, they all ha- like, especially Knuckles has, like, the most animation changes, I feel. Um, and that's really fun. Like, the way he climbs looks different. The way he hangs off the wall looks different. Like, the way he runs looks different. It's really cool. But they're all, like, really subtle ways. Um, yeah, like, like when they look, like, when they look up, Sonic when Sonic looks up, his eyes, like, widen a little bit. Like, there's this little tiny details of the sprite work that I think is amazing. Yeah, and then, like, there's a little bit of squash and, and stretch uh, in the transitional frames between the different animations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like as you look up and then let go and he returns to his normal position, his nose kind of, like, like goes past where it should be and then bounces back oh, a little bit. So and good. it's just, just the tiny little things that bring the animations like really to life and really just make everything pop. The pixel work yeah. in this game is ridiculously good and I love it. Yeah, it is. And it's even in instances where you'd never expect it. So like during the first fight with a heavy uh, first hard-boiled heavy fight with heavy gunner in Studiopolis, if you actually like pay, which is a super frantic boss fight, um, if you pay super close attention to heavy gunner when he's about to fire the missile launcher, he actually like squints and his eye, the position of his of his open eye looks down and it's like he's actually tracking the street you're running on. Like fucking A. They put so much yeah. detail into this game. Now it's it's not a super hard detail to notice, but it might be my favorite detail. It's it's in Studiopolis. You know the Okay, the series has a proud tradition of having floating enemies that are like just a ball with three smaller balls floating around them, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Yes. And so in this one, there's ones that's like stoplights in Studiopolis, and the thing is like they they start spinning up faster, and then you can't hit them. Um, but you can also knock when they're not spinning. You can hit knock them away one at a time. And the little eyes on the enemy as their defenses yeah. get reduced, they go from looking angry to looking neutral to looking kind of nervous to looking it's so terrified. Cute. It's so cute. And it's, it's so good. Uh, and it's such, it's such an unnecessary detail, but it like, it's, it's in there. Just, yeah. And the entire fucking game is like that. Like uh-huh, from front to uh-huh. fucking back. Like this is like, very clearly a game where they, you can tell the team making it really, really gave a shit and yeah. also really knew what they were doing. One of my fa- um. favorite things is like how they they they're like okay well we put the fire shield in Green Hill Zone what does that mean and then when you run on the logs that have spikes they burn away like it's just I, there's an achievement for that where it says they can't hurt you anymore uh, which is great see, I didn't get any achievement stuff because I played on Switch so none of the okay. achievement stuff pops up for all those little jokes and stuff which is a little is a little sad I'm gonna get it for PC eventually. So I'll see it then. But yeah, it was just like, um, and like, then they have oil ocean zone with the fire shield and 
that's a trip. <laughs> yeah, you can cause an ecological disaster. It's that's really yeah, cool. I think uh, cool. <laughs> like all all the, all the shields get something that they get to do with that. Like there's the the lightning shield in flying battery oh, make yeah. you interact with the ceiling magnets, mm-hmm. which is neat. And then um, the I only found it. Anything? I only found it once in that level. But like if you get the water shield in chemical plant zone. Okay, so you know how in the second act there's like the really just toxic pools, and then you can put the stuff in them and they become bouncy, and then you put more stuff in them and they become super bouncy? Mm-hmm. Um, you can walk on the toxic version of the pool if you have a bubble shield. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I mean, just with the way that level's designed, you don't really do much with that, but just the fact that it's there, and yeah. again, it's a pointless detail that has no reason to be there except just to be cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, other things I liked, just generally before we move on, um, the hard-boiled heavies. I really like the design of the hard-boiled heavies. And I love that the name. name. The hard-boiled heavy. Yeah, the hard-boiled heavies is a badass name for a group of, like, robot ruffians. It's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and, and it's an additional egg pun, which, yeah, yeah. like, I, I, I like that because so many, like, there's been this long-standing tradition of all of, like, Robotnik's, like, shit being named the egg whatever but like usually you only see puns on that in in like the cartoon adaptations and stuff it's not really in the game anywhere but like just have like yeah there's they're egg robos that got made stronger so they're the hard-boiled heavies yeah that makes sense um earlier when we were talking about favorite stages i forgot to mention that mirage saloon one thing i liked was the 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 first act with the plane because i love the plane stage in song too um I, i know um Audio, a fellow Audio HP member, uh, Mitch, didn't like that at all, but I, I thought it was really fun. I love the 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 little the plane stages and how they kind of mix up the gameplay a bit. I like how they um, adapted those sort of existing enemy archetypes in in like uh, Sky Chase Zone. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it called Sky Chase. I yeah. think um, it is. Yeah. yeah, to fit the desert theme. Like, so the turtles were armadillos now. Oh, that's so cute. And the like, like the floating like egg ball things like camouflage themselves by hiding on the tops of cactuses which is a great touch and uh just and also just the whole bit where like the the plane goes near robotnik's like steam engine and like you make a pit stop and then get back onto the plane for the boss fight (laughs) um also the plane itself is a throwback to like the the sonic ova actually go fucking figure the design of it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Tails has the Tails mm-hmm. has the like the the goggles and the like the pilot's hat from from yeah, the OVA. Yep. Yeah. yeah, this game's really good. <laughs> um, that being said, what about things we didn't like? Because there have um, to be complaints. I, I know. I, have I mean, a couple. we covered we covered the fact that two of us didn't like Blue Sphere. We covered the fact that Titanic Marnock uh, Act Two is kind of poopy. Um, um, I like the bosses, but there's a few bosses with like instant kill moves, and that really bothered me. Like the mini boss in Mecha Madness, I think can like squish you and kill you instantly. And like, I, I that's another thing I don't like about it is that they keep having the live system in these games. That's one throwback I don't need because I think I had to play. I mean, like you guys are probably better at the game than me, but I, there's a few stages where I lost all my lives, and then I had to like. Re- do the entire stage over again. And as fun as those stages are, it always sucks to lose progress. So Yeah. Okay. I th- that was actually kind of one of my complaints as well. I didn't have any difficulty with the difficulty in this No, game. of course um, you didn't. I mean, like, I suck. It's just, you know, that's the thing but, for people who suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I actually, I actually thought that was cool because 
Um, that was another like boss throwback where we're seeing the final boss of one of the earlier games brought back as a as a normal boss in this game. Like I kind of liked that. Just like the mid boss of uh, Me- Metallic Madness is just the fucking Scrap final plane. boss final of Sonic. Boss. Oh well, like that's yeah. fine. I just mean like instant kill moves. I just don't like instant kill moves. <laughs> you know? like, okay. like, like I mean, a few bosses had that. Like this, like in Elder Ocean was the first stage that I had to like redo, and part of that was because like I go to the mini boss. And he starts, like, doing that wind thing, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then it just goes into spikes, and I died instantly. And I'm like, that's okay. Like, if I... Okay, so <laughs> the thing with that boss is if you just, like, fucking just go at him, just balls hard from the moment the boss fight starts, uh-huh. you can kill him before he does anything. Yeah, no, and that's cool. And so. I mean, like, it's... Okay, like, I get it. Like, once you know the trick, it's, like, super easy to avoid. But, like, it's just... It just it, I'm just making myself sound like I'm the worst gamer right now so that's fine that's fine Um, i will say one weird thing um and i think this is kind of might be emblematic uh of the sonic series as a whole is like you know once once you get to the point where you're like you you know how just the fucking health system in the game works like you have a ring you're good oh i like that new power up that was a good like you can that was new right the blue ring power up that was cool that was actually from knuckles chaotix oh What's oh cool. really? I never Holy played Chaotix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that was the one throwback from Knuckles Chaotix was the fucking uh, the blue ring item. Um, but what I was gonna say is it's you know, and this is something that's always been the case in Sonic games. It's remarkably easy to just sort of brute force bosses if you don't care about how many rings you end the stage with. Yeah, it's true. It's a lot so. of bosses where like if you can if you like like I think like the the first mini boss I one time killed like. In a second, because I just used invincibility frames and just wrecked it. Like, yeah, just fucking damage boost your way to victory. It's the Sonic yeah. way. <laughs> it really is, though. Holy shit! Um, trying to think of like other things I didn't like. I felt like the boss design occasionally was a little bit sketchy. Yeah, sometimes it was a large... little obtuse. It's something I was trying to say earlier too. Like sometimes it's like, what do I do? But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I particularly remember having s- some trouble with Studiopolis's mid-boss. Or not mid-boss, final boss, actually. Um, because oh, the weather mini-boss? Yeah, with the air attack. I didn't realize that you could Oh, wait, grab no, that the- was the mid-boss was the weather mini-boss, wasn't it? No, 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 the mid-boss is Heavy Gunner. Wasn't Heavy Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Heavy Gunner was the <laughs> mid-boss. No, because no, cause, like, the, after the weather report, you get that thing where it transitions into the second act and, like, the TVs turn into Eggman's face. And he does the animation where it's like it, it like I guarantee you it is you fight the weather boss at the end of Studiopolis Act Two, the end of Studiopolis Act One, because you run down that long hill, you like smash through like the TV store, and then it transitions into heavy gunner and the hard boiled heavies chasing you down in the helicopter. I one hundred percent guarantee it. I promise. No, that's you. what I'm saying, is heavy gunner is the end of the zone. Heavy gunner is the end of the first part of the zone. The end of the second zone. Hold on. <laughs> I don't we're gonna I, check this. Yeah, I, I'm positive. I, I'm pretty I'm like sure Heavy Gunner is like the, the last, the end boss. I don't think any of, I guess some of them are. Yeah, uh, maybe you're right. I don't know. Fuck. Anyway, um, the weather boss has a wind attack where they blow you upwards, and if you don't realize that you can grab the okay, banister. Okay, yeah, you're, you're right. I had it back. That's what I was talking yeah. about earlier. Oil Ocean, where like it, it blows you up and you, yeah. But anyways, uh, another yeah. thing is that, like I said, like I just said, they're a little too, it's kind of funny actually, because I was playing the game last night, and I was hanging out with Cassie, and I'm like, I don't know how to damage this boss. And she's like, you just jump at Robotnik. And I'm like, well, 
yes, but this game's a little... And then I just jumped in a robotic and heard him, and I'm like, okay, well, this one's like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. It was uh, the one I was talking about that squishes you, actually. The the one in Metallic Madness, but yeah. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the final boss for Sonic 1, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, fucking... But yeah, I do think the bosses can be a little obtuse occasionally. Um, occasionally it feels like they can also take, like, one or two hits too many. It's kind of like, I've already got the attack patterns down, I know how to deal with this, but the boss is still there. Not yeah, amazing. The, I feel like that, the I feel like that spider boss for work. its... <laughs> yeah. I, the spider boss is kind of, is definitely guilty of that. I think Metal Sonic also suffers from that as well. Um, because the last part yeah. of Metal Sonic isn't actually very hard at all, but he takes a lot of hits for some reason. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of the thing, is Sonic isn't really about the big, long, epic boss fights. I mean, those are fun, but, like, they're kind of not the reason we're here. Yeah. So. Um, that being said, it's a very minor complaint, and the boss design is largely very, very good, so. Yeah, yeah so we, we've done a lot of complaining, like, so what's, um, man, so, so what's, what's your favorite kind of, what's your favorite kind of new thing in this? Like oh, what's what's fuck. what's the newest? What's your favorite like new wrinkle that this has added to sort of like Sonic's like bag of tricks mm. as far as like mechanics and things like that? Uh the the drop dash is really fucking good. I like the drop dash a lot. I think that's a super smart inclusion. Okay. Um. Hmm. I probably should have thought of one for myself before. I put <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um. I I I think I like the little little environmental details, like the whole like wearing putting on the fire shield and then it affects things if you have the fire shield. Like, that's interesting. Like, I, I like the, the environmental interaction in the game, I guess, I would say. Okay. I I like the... Um, I, 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 li- I like the intent to sort of justify the transition from a first act to a second act even more than it has been in the past. Yeah, it's cool. Because when it comes right down to it, like, it wasn't even until Sonic 3 slash Sonic and Knuckles that, like, there even was any difference. And even then, in those games, the difference was more subdued, with, like, the lone exception of Lava Reef Zone. Like, you would definitely see new things when you got to the second act, but, like, the 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 background and what was happening and, like, me- what mechanics you were, like, up against w- didn't dramatically change from one act to the next. But in this game, it absolutely does. Yeah. Like, even even with fucking Green Hill Zone, Green Hill Zone Act Two in this is a whole nother beast. Like right out of the gate, Act Two starts, and you're immediately introduced to the zip line thing. Mm-hmm. Like it just tells you right out of the gate, like no, this is the first act. All right, it's just fucking Green Hill Zone. Like all right, we all know we all know what we're here for. All right, it's a throwback Sonic game. We're gonna have some fucking Green Hill Zone because we gotta have some fucking Green Hill Zone. <laughs> and then you get past the first mini bosses, like okay, time for the real shit. Here we go. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. So and. I like that. I like that too. Like, I mean, Press Garden introduces that ice mechanic in the second stage, second act, and it's not anywhere near the first one. And yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this something about this game that I've noticed. It's actually, like, really weird to see people getting, like, who previously didn't really give a shit getting back into Sonic. Either because they were older fans who just burned out because there, there was no good games for six years. Um, or just, like, new people, like, getting into it. I, I, th- I think this game is really interesting because it kind of has sort of brought everybody together, and it's like, oh, hey, Sonic is really good again. Sega, please don't fuck this up. Even Aaron Hansen, yeah. known Sonic hater, on Twitter was like, okay, I'll admit it, Sonic Mania is fun. Sonic Mania is good, yeah. <laughs> One of those things where the game is just really super fucking good, 
And it's interesting to see. It's also interesting because I've noticed people who previously struggled, who played the games but struggled to get into the series are kind of like, okay, I get Sonic now. I understand, like, how the level design works and, like, how everything sort of flows and pieces together. And, yeah, I kind of want to go back and, like, play those older games. It's cool as shit, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Straight, it's also been interesting to see kind of, like, the critical reception to this game. It's about what you'd expect, I think. Like, Yeah, it's largely positive. I don't think it's getting any, like, 10 out of 10s, but, you know, it's... It's 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 not Call of Duty, so I mean whatever. Yeah, I don't um, think Call of Duty reviews well anymore, though. I think people stop pretending to like those games. Ah, uh, fuck! Are my references out of date again? Yeah, Weirdly not. enough, apparently the latest Call of Duty, I think it was like Infinite Warfare Eight or some bullshit. I don't know. Apparently that game was <laughs> actually pretty. Eight. It was actually apparently quite good, though. Um, and I heard that from a number okay. of people I trusted. Yeah. So I don't know if they actually did something different or. I heard. I heard it was kind of whatever. mediocre, but yeah. They, they tried to do something different in Infinite. I mean, they made it a space game, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it myself. I got I got nothing in this fight, so whatever. Same. Okay. I'm not, I don't like Call uh, of Duty at all. I, never, I don't like any of the games, yeah. so. The point is the, the critical reception has been overwhelmingly positive, uh-huh. which is surprising for a Sonic game. Because even when Sonic is good, like, that doesn't necessarily mean critical praise. Yeah, like people like I don't, I don't like I don't know how well Generations reviewed even. I think it Generations well. was like high seventies. People liked the game, but it was generally criticized for a lack of content. Yeah, because um, last ben. I looked, like the Metacritic uh, for many was like eighty six. Yeah, which it was for Metacritic like, is pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, also, I'm trying to think. Historically, like Sonic games just don't review. Even like the good ones just like don't review that well necessarily. Or that well, comparatively, compared to, like, Super Mario Galaxy or something like that. At, no, at, at least yeah. post-Adventure. I feel like Adventure 1 and 2 got, like, 9s and 10s when it came out, and then everyone started hating it after the fact. Yeah, and then everyone decided that Adventure 2 is apparently bad now, which it's not. Yeah, and then, in like I think, like, the Colors era, it started to be, like, yeah, this is a good game, but we're not going to high it super high. Like, it probably got, like, 6s and 7s for the high end, and not, like, 8s and 9s and 10s. Even I though it was a good game. Reviewed. Yeah, I don't know how colors reviewed. I know generally uh, again. Is like, yeah, I, you're right. I'm talking out of my ass. I just think I I remember it being like that, where it's like, oh, this is pretty good. No one was like raving about colors when it came out. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird because there was kind of like a stigma attached to the franchise for a while. Admittedly, some of that deserved because God damn, um, the life of a I mean, Sonic fan is a like, weird thing. Yeah, and I mean, again, we're, we kind of want this to be a positive thing about the this, the fact that we f- have, like, this new good... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like, so really, happy. Like, but, also, like, but also, like, it got this way because Sega was not careful with their brand, like, just straight up. Yeah. Sega did a bad job for a long time, <laughs> yeah. and now yeah. Sonic has the reputation. And I think Mania might actually be the game that finally breaks that. I'll, I'll be very curious to see what happens. I, I would say that, and 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 Em, I know you're looking forward to Forces, and I'm cautiously optimistic because it's it's got kind of a Generations vibe to it. But like, like I have a feeling Forces is going to fucking torpedo that immediately. It oh, might. No, I hope that's not. a very real pot. I, I hope I not as for- well. But I mean, like, if it's if it's just Generations two, it's going to be good. I'm excited. Like, I, I- yeah, but people aren't going to like like. 
there are, there are plenty of people who are like, eh, Generations wasn't good. Yeah, but how much of that was just due to them following the bandwagon, though? Because that's, like, a very real thing. But I get to be a Well, here's the thing. How many of those folks are going to be immediately turned off by the whole, like, hey, we're going fucking edgy and grimdark situation? It's, okay, like, uh, yeah, I I mean, sure, but, like, I feel like the edgy grimdark stuff in Forces is so Frickin' on the nose that it's oh it's joke. super self aware it's a joke like ah uh, I love it's it yeah but here's the thing I, I'm not sure everyone's gonna get the joke oh, no. that is don't honey I want it to be good I don't want people to like it well, no it here's the thing the no, 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 no. I'm not I'm not saying it won't be good <laughs> I'm just saying even if it is good it's probably not gonna be well received oh no huh I love like I love it's it's just the feeling I get people. People want to hate Sonic the Hedgehog, and again, in fairness, Sonic Team and Sega have given them plenty of reasons to hate Sonic well, over the years. Maybe what'll but happen want is, to hate it. is that forces will come out, and I, I, you know what? I think it's I think it's going to be good either way. What happens to forces? Because if forces comes out and it's like good and well received, then great. Um, people like Sonic games again, and like people aren't hating on everything. And people, they'll make they'll make more good Sonic games, hopefully, and not just do the shit again. But if it's bad, and Mania did so well, maybe they'll be like, okay, let's just make Mania games. <laughs> I will say this, though, and I've actually been thinking for, on this for a while, um, and I guess we can kind of maybe move on to questions after this, since we're getting a little long. There's probably a lot of do, questions, yeah. too. It's a Sonic episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do feel like Sonic Mania, and this is an odd statement to make, and I'll justify it. Um, I feel like Sonic Mania is actually, like, a really tremendously important piece of media. Because it's not just the fact that it's a really excellent, like, fast-paced 2D platformer that's a huge shot in the arm and a major return to quality for a franchise that has desperately needed a game like this for a while. But it's also the people behind it making it. Like, yeah. when I was reading the credits for this game, I was like, oh, hey, that's Hesse, that's Kino. That's Christian White. And those were, like, people I saw on, like, the fucking forums and have been following for years. And seeing that evolution of those people from just, like, random fans into people who made the best fucking game in the franchise is really sobering in a really weird way. It's like they've taken control of the franchise back and, like, all of those people learned lessons over the years and have applied those lessons to improve the franchise in a way that helps it really resonate with people both old and new. And that's really fucking cool to see. You don't see it stuff is really like cool. that. There's also, though, a less charitable way to look at it. There's, there's <laughs> Sega finally getting... Michael. Here's the thing, here's the thing. Here, it's <laughs> Sega finally getting fed up with the fans pissing and moaning oh, for decades about how Sonic Team doesn't know how to make a good game anymore. And finally going, fine, you all know how to make a good Sonic game? Huh? You think you know how to make a good Sonic game? Okay, you do it. And then they do it. And then they get it. (laughs) (laughs) And they fucking nailed it. Now Sonic Team's like, fuck. Fucking got it in one. And it's just like, oh, shit. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) This wasn't happening. Called your bluff, Sega. Oh, that that, that, that meme that's going around right now. And this might date the episode. But um, with the whole, like, the guy looking back at the other girl and the uh, one girl getting angry where it's just like, it's like Sonic fans, Sega, Christian Whitehead. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah. 
That is a less charitable way of looking at it, but even that winds up being really funny, so whatever. It's really Um, funny. I I like this trend of just fucking... Just let the the people making the fan games just fucking do the thing. Yeah, as it turns out, they knew what they were doing. And I mean, in fairness' name... No, fairness' name to Sega, they still talent scouted. And they still got these people in to work on their game. Also, as a side note, the fact that the guy who did the fucking Nipples the Echidna and Arms the Fox <laughs> comic being, like, the lead dude behind the intro animation. Which is such is a good intro animation. It's a fantastic intro animation with the pro- with one... I have one problem with it. Oh, no. CD isn't in the elevator. Oh, and yeah. That bugs that. the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Because they take not one but two levels from CD in addition to just a whole bunch of, like, side influences. And they don't credit it in the intro. Well, I I think they they want to it's the thing they want to evoke. I think they understand that like a lot of folks miss the bus on CD. I mean, hell, I didn't even get to play CD until until there was a PC port. Yeah, I didn't get to play so, CD until Sonic Gems on the GameCube. So, I feel like just for the purposes, so like it's less true to the history of the series, but it's more true to the evoking that feeling of nostalgia that they want to evoke and have been wanting to evoke for a long time. Because bear in mind, the reason the intro is the way it is is because it's, like, literally, it is it's it is a, an immediate follow-up to the animation in the, like, announcement trailer thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, which is kind of a neat thing to do, honestly, yeah. kind of in itself. But, like, people, when, when you ask, like, just fucking Joe Schmo, hey, what are the good Sonic games? Probably say, oh, one, two, three, Knuckles. Most yeah. of them aren't gonna say CD, and I mean like yeah. the animated intro in itself is almost a reference to CD because CD had an animated intro. Um, but I, I understand what you're saying, Matt. And I, I just wanted to say again, like to go back to like you saying like the the fans making it and everything. Like it's this game is dripping with love. Like it's yeah, it's just like emanating love from it. The the people who made this game love Sonic so much. And when you get people who love something together who are also talented people, it's hard not to make a good game. Yeah. And and they're fans who like they're the kinds of fans that like like we are in that they still they even love the series at its shittiest. Because yeah. they put in a fucking they put in a fucking Easter egg on, on like the the T V monitor thing after that boss fight where you can hear the fucking high pitched hum from the shitty 25th anniversary stream uh, uh, that Sonic did <laughs> when they had the sound issues. That happens. Like, that, that noise plays yes. very quietly that's, when you finish that boss fight. That's so good. Like, it yeah. is. It's just, like, yeah. and that's, that's the kind of thing that, like, it's one thing to shit on something, but, like, there's another thing, like, there's a, there's a kind of, like, good-natured ribbing that you can only really do when you truly love a thing. And, like, the fact that that's in there, too, to me, tells you everything you need to know about the folks who made this game. Yeah. Well, that and the fact that the lead animator behind the intro did the whole Nipples the Kid in the Arms the Fox comic. That yes. also tells you such stuff a about it yes. as well. Yeah, he did. <laughs> fucking, that comic is still funny as shit, by the way. Oh, it's so fu- Like, I think the funniest bit is, um, I forget the name she has in the comic, but we're like when the, the Rouge parody shows bat up. Batface the Rogue. Batface, yeah. And she turns around and she just has a realistic <laughs> bat face. I remember that. Fucking great. Uh, like, I-, I love, too, that, like, not just... um. The, the guy who made the comic, but Studio Yada worked on it, and Yada is, like, something I've been following since they started making 
uh, Game Grumps stuff. Like that, well, I guess specifically Starbomb. They animated their Starbomb music video. That was beautiful. So I've been like, kind of following them since then. And it's so cool to see them on this, like, um, like maybe not, I, I don't know, would you guys call Sonic Mania a AAA game? It's not really, uh, but it's like, no. it's still a huge game. It's really cool to see Studio Yada working on such a huge project. And it, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, I think except on the Switch, it's a download only game. Um, yeah. It's a $20 game. So but it's Sega. It's weird because tri- AAA is kind <laughs> of a made up bullshit concept anyhow. Yeah, you're right. I, um, I it's definitely It's definitely an entry in a major franchise. One of the biggest, most popular, and oldest franchises in gaming. And the most like, well received in tr- in tr- entry to this franchise in the last, like, this since 1994. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. Oh, I thought it was the best uh, since Adventure 2. Yeah. I thought it was just, years. just in terms of critical reception, because, like, I. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, don't, I don't feel like people have because, like, let's face it, Adventure and Adventure Two had its haters even at the time. But yes. like, I don't think anyone's like embraced a Sonic game like this since Knuckles. Oh, definitely not. And like, I love Generations, and I think the game is great. But like, gener- there was you didn't get the buzz like this around Generations. Um, and I do think there's several reasons for that. But yeah, yeah. Sonic Mania uh, is fucking kick-ass. Uh, before we move on to questions, favorite track in the game? Oh, mm. that's too tough. Yeah, that's. Ri- I know this is a hard question. I will save as Lava think... Reef Zone when I heard it. Like stayed with me all day. So I'll just say that, but I don't know if it is. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna go with the Hardboiled Heavies theme. The Hardboiled Heavies theme good. is super fucking good. Um, it was very hard for me. I think. For me, it's probably Studiopolis Act 2. Studiopolis Act 2 is pretty good. Studiopolis in general, um, the jazzy, it's, it's so good. Yeah, both Studiopolis, like all the music in the game, or at least most of the music in the game is really, really good. I can't think of a bad one myself. I don't think, I don't think there's a dead track. Titanic Monarch 2. Mm, I don't know. I, 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 Titanic I, Monarch I, I feel 1 like that, is very as, good. As hard on that zone as I am, I feel like the, the, the Act 2 music is suitably epic for being the final level in a game. I don't know. I didn't. Which is clearly what they're going for. I thought I, it was kind of lucky. I think here. like I'm still I'm still gonna go with Hardboiled Heavies as my favorite. I think my sev- second favorite might be the new special stage theme. I think they called it Dream Heist. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that is a hell of a special stage theme. It's really good. Um, my second favorite might actually be like the Metal Sonic, and it's kind of cheating because Bad Future Japan EU from Sonic CD is a- an amazing track to begin with. But I think the remix, you, the Metal Sonic remix of that song in this game is phenomenal as well. Um, God, there's a lot of fucking good music in this game, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Questions. I think we're good. Yeah, let's do let's do some questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, from Jordan, what's your what's the best mania? Sonic, Taz, Listo, Fiction. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Sonic. Sonic. Sonic Mania is my favorite Mania. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's real fucking good. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's cute, though, Jordan. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> also from Jordan, will we ever see anything as wonderful as Knuckles' hat ever again? No. No. I'm going to go with maybe. That maybe, Easter maybe. egg and that Easter egg after the Studiopolis Act 2 boss fight is really good. Maybe if we had Knuckles' hat in Mania, it would be good. I'm surprised we didn't have it, honestly. I yeah. thought it would show up. I thought it would show up in, like, um, Mirage Saloon for that sure. That was but it never so did. good. Why is it? Yeah, that's it's, that's it's a travesty. It, 
Yeah, it's weird that of like the the callbacks to the the Sonic anime to put into the game, it was Tails's pilot hat that got, that made it in. I guess they wanted to avoid particularly because I think he wears that in like one scene, maybe two. I think he wears it in like a couple of them. I, that is really strange to me, but maybe they wanted to avoid like the obvious one. I, I don't know. Everything yeah, else about it's so good, obvious. Though. Like everything about everything else about this game is really obvious. Like having robotics I mean bean machine as a I boss. I wouldn't say everything. There well, I, well yeah, I guess not. But there's a, there's a there's a really lot of deep. obvious stuff. Oh, and by the way, there's when, when, you, when you guys were talking about what's what's Pootie Pop, I'm pretty sure it's only robotics mean bean machine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, from at Frankie Extra, let's talk Sonic Shuffle. Yeah. Was there? Yeah, was there anything else good about it other than the movement mechanic and the music? Um, I actually think that plenty of the minigames were legitimately good. Uh, not the ones where you had to mash a button as fast as you could because like, the speed with which they apparently expected you to mash a button was beyond human ability, so that, that sucked. <laughs> um, but I, I did like most of the minigames. I also just liked the idea of... like. A, a game board in a game like this where the objectives weren't like happening randomly like there was a sort of a a mini story to the board like things happened in the set sequence that guaranteed that everyone would move to all the points of the board and the, the game would and the like the map would like change as the game went on and I thought that was really cool yeah um yeah I've never played Sonic Shuffle so I'm not Matt, you would it. hate it. Yeah, I know. I have I, I no can tell doubt. You just straight up, you would I, hate it. There's a reason I haven't played it. I'm just saying I haven't played it, so I'm not sure I should comment. Does it have less I mean, RNG? You played it? Yeah, I played it. I had it as a kid, actually. Yeah, yeah. Was, and I think I enjoyed it well enough. I mean, like, does it have less RNG than Mario Party? Because you said like there's a bit like, and you pick cards. Yeah, there's a, you don't like roll. Yeah, dice. you move, you move around with cards, and you also battle with cards. Um, and in fact, it, it had a really cool use of, of VMUs, mm -hmm. uh, such that like it not you had access to all the cards in your hand, but you could also uh, blindly draw from another player's hand, um, and you could see your own hand on like the VMU monitor, which is how you kept your your hand of cards hidden from everybody else. Yeah, it was the VMU so, monitor was like the Wii U gamepad before it was a Wii U gamepad. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, um, if you if you just had low number cards, you could try and just you know try your luck drawing from someone else's hand to see if you could maybe get a better card. But the downside is maybe they had the Robotnik card, and that would make that that was like that was the thing. Yeah, and that, that was like the old thing. Is, it was, um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. So so what it was is um, there were twenty eight cards in the deck, uh, for each of the numbers one through six. Three, three S cards, which were just like the special cards that could, you know, um, depending on what character you were, they would do all sorts of wild shit, but they were just generally very, very good. And then one was the Eggman card. And, um, and it was effectively like, it was effectively the sort of the Bowser space, but built into the, the movement mechanic. And because like the, the deck of cards would not refresh until they were all exhausted. It meant that at regular intervals, you know, fucking, you know, the the Bowser event-esque, like, bad thing happening to at least one person, if not everybody, would happen at regular intervals. And if you were doing all kinds of crazy shit, like getting into lots of battles, or using special abilities that let you use multiple cards, like, if you, if, if everyone collectively was just burning through the deck, then that shit would happen more often, and it made things more exciting. Okay. So, like, there, there were some genuinely good ideas <laughs> in that game, it's just, you know, there were also a lot of bad ones. I love so. how... I love how you like Sonic Shuffle. 
Michael. I'll just say that. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah my sister uh, Monica and I especially have played a lot of that game. Um, it's I, I'll go to I'm not going to go to bat for it being a good game. All right, I'm not yeah, I'm yeah. not crazy, but there are some legitimately good ideas in there that I would like to see someone else make better use of in a new party game. Yeah, I so I I I. I, I guess this is getting into like a just a general sort of game design sort of thing, but like you can learn a lot even from a, a bad game because you know maybe not everything they did was a bad idea, and I, I feel like Sonic Shovel is a good example of that. Uh, but anywho, let's uh, let's uh, keep moving. Um, from Jasmine, do you feel like the Your Name the Hedgehog game is unkind to children, especially considering Forces is adding a Make Your OC feature? Um, not if you're a dick about it and go too far with it. I mean, we all laugh at just, like, weird corny shit kids do. I laugh at all the corny shit I used to do as a kid. Just don't be a fucking dickhead and drag a bag a ten-year-old on your Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't actually, like, harass and mock a child. Just don't... It's like one thing if you're just, like, poking fun at it in, like, a Discord group or whatever. That's, that's probably fine, because, like... Yeah. Whatever. Because the thing is, like, making fan shit is how most artists start. Uh-huh. I mean, like we mentioned, we mentioned Tyson Hess uh, and the fact that he, you know, was the head animator on the intro to to Sonic Mania. He got his start making fucking fan sprite sheets for Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, you know, yep, yep. like just fucking and and heck, like like we mentioned, the folks who made Sonic Mania got their start making fan games. Like, just fucking let people like imitate the art that they admire. Totally. And, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's just a. As long as you're just having goofy fun with it, then and not like actually trying to like insult people with your so, your name the hedgehog game, it's like it's just a cute little thing to do. As long as you don't take it too far, yeah. like Matt said. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and do the Google image search and laugh, but like don't don't fucking go to a DeviantArt page and go, haha, you fucking idiot! This this hedgehog is a piece of shit. And like, because like odds are that yeah. person is nine. <laughs> yeah, and like and like like okay, like. Like when I do it, at the very least, I can't speak for everybody. When I'm when I'm like kind of laughing about that stuff, I'm laughing at myself too because like I'm I was a fucking like you know super Sonic fan nerd person. So like it's just fun to revisit that. All right. Um. So also from Frankie, uh, what do you think it is about Sonic that has resonated and helped it have such a big fan base for years and years, even through several bad games? The design oh, of Sonic, like the, the character Jesus. design and the the aesthetic. I would say it's the aesthetic is what made Sonic last as long as it has. Come I think on. that might be part of it. I think I think that's Sonic de- no, that's definitely a part of it because like that character's yeah. design and like the design of like Tails and Knuckles and like all the core roster and shit. Even like as yeah. far as like SA two B, like those designs are really good and they clearly resonated with people. Uh, that's why people have all think... these fan Sonic characters because they resonate with the characters and they think they're cool and they look cool. Like, uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Sonic was hard. kind of famously designed by committee, but like sometimes that works. Yeah. You know. Also, with how Sonic is set up, it's very easy for char- people to like make their own fan characters because you literally have X the Y. Yeah. And that's like a canonized template in that world. You have Rouge the Bat, Knuckles the Echidna, like it just works. That's good to come. Um I I don't think that's necessarily it though, because a lot of games also had that and didn't have communities that were that persistent 
and like that durable because let's be real the sonic franchise has gone through shit that would have killed other franchises like straight up um, i think i think it helped that it's like sort of glory days were just that insane yeah like like again like i think we've mentioned this before like or this might have just been on the bonus uh, episode on TWA, but, like, Sonic got a Macy's Day balloon before Mario did. Yeah. Sonic was fucking huge at his peak. Sonic was Sonic more was really- popular than Mickey Mouse at his peak. Yeah, and when you when you get that high, it's kind of hard to disappear. Yeah. And then, you know, like, yeah, and then even after that, like, you had a weird community that started embracing... Even during, like, the bad times, you had a weird community that started embracing... Like, rather than trying to, like, cover up the bullshittier aspects of the franchise, they started openly embracing it. And I'm, why, yeah. I'm not quite sure, and it but also, it happened. It also helped that, like, and, and you know, th- to say nothing of the quality of the end products, but, like, Sonic, like, Sega really pushed the multimedia presence of Sonic. He had several cartoons. He's had several ongoing comic books, one of which ran for an unbelievably long time and only ended just recently. Mm-hmm. Like, and even then, like, it's only ending because they got a new contract with a different publisher, so he's going to have a different comic book. Like, and, 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 like, hell, Sonic Boom is a thing right now, the, the cartoon. Yeah, and, and if it's you significantly talk- better and more popular than the game that was a tie-in to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, and if you want to talk about, like, weird self-referential embracing the dumber parts of the community, there's an entire episode in that show, I think it's an entire episode, where Sonic gets fucking kidnapped by like a weirdly obsessive, he gets fucking fan. miseried by a super fan. Yeah, so good. like what the fuck? And isn't another episode then, where this character shows and, up that's clearly just ninety Sonic and like the modern Sonics being like, "What's up with this guy?" And it's really good. <laughs> yeah, and then and that those are official releases. Yeah, he gets fucking miseried by a super fan. I need to see that reading. Starts reading Sonami fan, pretends to read Sonami fan fiction. Like, what the fuck? So and then that's so, before you get into the really bizarre stuff like Arcane Kids and the Sonic Dreams collection, which isn't an official oh, thing. Oh, I love that. But it's so maybe, much. The, maybe like the best introduction to like the very weird side of that fandom that you can give somebody. So good. It, it strays from being corny and kind of funny into like, what in the fuck did I just get myself into? So it's a masterpiece. Very, very quickly it yeah. really is <laughs> so so i feel like kind of by the same token where a lot of the times the sega's problem with sonic's reputation is the fact that they have not been super careful with their brand by that same token they have not been super careful with their brand they'll let you know like if if you're willing to pay sega the fees they'll let you do basically whatever you want with their character he was in a fucking car insurance commercial uh-huh. like eight years ago or something. Like yeah, that. the progressive like, car insurance. That was awesome. When I saw that on TV, yeah, I saw like fucking just, Flo and Sonic hanging out. I was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" <laughs> yeah. So I think I think I think when you're that willing to just kind of let your character be whatever, it's also kind of hard not to have a presence. You know, like yeah, it's, and, it's and, weird. and even after really even after weird. Sega like you know, lost the against Nintendo, they just like, okay, well, can't beat them, join them. And Sonic started, like, being heavily into Nintendo stuff. They had Sonic and Mario the Olympic Games. They had Sonic and Smash. Like, it just all kind of, like... They, they, yeah, they had this, this philosophy of if you can't beat them, join them, and I think it really strengthened Sonic. Yeah. And I mean, like, it... It didn't end well, but, like, I mean, they were even willing to let Bioware make a fucking Sonic RPG for the <laughs> DS. 
Oh, you know, that like, game. I, I, I want to watch a playthrough of that game or something, because I, I want to experience that game somehow, but I don't want to play it. <laughs> so, you want to know the crazy thing? And I guess spoilers for fucking Sonic and the Dark... Sonic Chronicles the Dark Brotherhood or whatever the fuck. That ends on a cliffhanger. Oh Are you God. fucking serious? <laughs> they were expecting it to be a series! Outstanding. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, okay, so let's, let's, let's move on. Um... From our from our buddy Beeb, he says rank the Sonics 2D and 3D separately. That's gonna take way too long. So why don't we each just like, what's your favorite 2D Sonic game? What's your favorite 3D Sonic game? How about that? Uh, Mania and Generations, or mm, is it Generations or SA2B? Fuck. Um, I'll go with Generations since it's the one I snapped off first while I was distracted. But it's probably SA2B in reality. I mean, it's it's all right to go with your gut. Um. Much as I like Mania, I think I'm still going to stick with Sonic 2 for my 2D pick. And 3D, I think I am indeed going to go with SA2B. I think for me, M? I'm going to go with, uh, like, p- pre-Mania, it would have been Sonic 3 and Knuckles. But it's post, it's Mania. And um, my favorite 3D one would be, yeah, probably Sonic Adventure 2. It's just, it's it's like a big part of, of me. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I love that game. Okay. Um... Another one from Frankie. Uh, Silver Sonic, Mecha Sonic, or Metal Sonic? Fuck, Mary, kill. Oh, shit. I can um, only remember... Ma- okay, Mary... Remind me. Okay. Okay, Silver Sonic is the next to thing you fight in Sonic 2. Okay. Mecha Sonic is that really, like, souped-up Metal Sonic from Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Okay. Like, he was the final boss when you were Knuckles. Um, and then Metal Sonic is just he's Metal Sonic. Mar- okay. Mar- Mar- okay, you go first, go Matt. Mary Metal Sonic. Uh, agree. Fuck Ag- agree. Silver Sonic. No. And then kill. Me- and then kill Mecha. <laughs> okay. I'm going with fuck Mecha, kill Silver. Yeah, same. Uh, Mary Metal. I, yeah. We all agree in Mary Metal because Metal's the best. He's the sweetheart. We saw him in that anime movie. He's a good guy. <laughs> Mecha is just like he's like the edgy bad boy. Like he's all like spiny and shit. Like uh, yeah, I yeah I, yeah. I'll. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him go to town on useless. me. He just kind of goes, and then, like, just He's lame. He's just a bigger, gray Sonic guy. I like the shitty, crappy ones. Also, if I'm being real, I don't really want to fuck any of them. I'm only... Yeah, but the question isn't, you know... Yeah, the question... Would you fuck them? It's, you have to fuck one of them. Yeah, and in that in that light, I am sticking with my answer. I just want to clarify, I don't... Not really interested in fucking any of them. I'd hit it. Eh, I would not. Well, it's covered in spikes. Um, not the front, is all I'm saying. (laughs) Fair enough. Next question. Alright, uh, from Fletcher. Do either of you even like Sonic? What? We fucking love Sonic. (laughs) I I think this is a joke question, Uh, but like, Fletcher, come on, buddy. Come on. Yes. Um, from Paul. What would your ideal Sonic slash Mario crossover game be, assuming you don't consider the Olympic minigame collection to be ideal? It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? Here's a fucking crazy idea. You put two fucking prominent platformer mascots, why don't you make a fucking platformer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've kind of got nothing to add to that. Yeah. Either that or just fucking put Sonic in Mario Kart like everybody's been wanting for a long time. That'd be cool, too. And just make make him run. Don't put him in a cart. 
I'm okay with him putting him in a car, you know, because like I know it's, it would good, just be so. funny if he was running. I think, but no, he's about to put him in a car. That's what will happen if they do it. But yeah, like make it a yeah platformer and make the story kind of like a buddy cop thing. That'd be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Them working together to like and like playing off of each other and like Sonic saying like full sentences and being like and then Mario be like aha, <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> he's a guy. I gathered that, Mario. It's, it's you, Mario. Great. That's like... <laughs> it'd be really good. It's uh, like fucking Paper Mario, except Sonic's yeah, the Umbella. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be so good. Um, All right. So, uh, from Josh. Is Sonic a hedgehog? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Shadow, Again, you could argue, that, isn't. I, I, I feel like this is another, like, joke question that, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Shadow... Um, does Shadow classify as a hedgehog? <laughs> I did it. Uh, That's a surprisingly complicated question, because the immediate and obvious answer is yes, and that's a totally defensible position, but if you dive deep <laughs> no into the lore... No is also a defensible position, yes, if it's you like dive, a super weapon. If you dive deep into the lore, that shit gets real tricky <laughs> and real complicated real quickly. Uh, I'm happy. Um, Fucking... Robotnik's grandpa took out, like, a contract from the military to build a super weapon, but then, like, used the project to make, uh, like, a living antibody thing to save Robotnik's cousin, who had a terminal illness, and then when the military found out, they fucking killed the cousin, uh, cryogenically froze the, the, the hedgehog creature thing, and then fucking, like publicly executed the the grandpa and then and, don't forget and then the fact shadow that joins with them in 06 yeah but don't don't fucking forget the fact that fucking he also took out the way he made the shadow the hedgehog was he used alien dna from an agreement that's, he made. That's some, that's some retcon shit I don't even want to think about. Fucking, I thought about it. And his alien DNA from a bunch of aliens who wanted the Chaos Emeralds and he destroyed the world. And then that's why he built the giant fuck-off laser cannon in the Ark so he could wreck their shit when he came back because he was totally going to stick a knife in their back and wrench on the deal. But he's dead now, so that's not really a possibility. And oh my god. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Like, even, if you stick, even if you stick to Sonic Adventure 2... Sonic becomes an enemy of the state. He does. He gets put in a cell that was the same cell where they held and then executed Robotnik's grandpa. Yep. <laughs> the walls are still covered with Robotnik's grandpa's, like, mad, fevered scribblings. And in the scene where you see the cell, Amy even steps into the cell and makes note of, like, hey, what's all this weird writing? But then they just move on to the next scene. <laughs> it's called foreshadowing, Michael. Uh, sure, of course. <laughs> this franchise got really weird. Um... I, I will say that the question does kind of remind me of my my friend who she uh, they they they've like had pet hedgehogs and they're like Sonic doesn't look anything like a hedgehog and I'm like well he looks like a stylized hedgehog I don't know I think I can see it. <laughs> God, so, I'm sorry. I'm still just re- and, and and M. You can back this up. There was uh, the lady Andrea Risu who actually oh, uh, yeah, yeah. pointed this out on Twitter, but like the whole point of of Sonic Adventure Two Battle is that like they purposefully juxtapose. 
Robotnik, who is a known terrorist who wants to take over the world with mad science and evil robots that he shoves forest animals into, and they juxtapose him with the Amer- with like what is effectively the American military-industrial complex, and says Robotnik's the nicer one between the two that you <laughs> an ally with. Like Sonic Adventure Two Battle got into some shit. So good. Wow, Sonic Adventure Two Battle was subversive as hell. Holy fuck! So good. <laughs> I so, love that fucking game. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So what the um, hell was this question? I like how she specifically I mentioned to you that like robotic never kills anybody, and the government kills like at least two people on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On on screen, they kill uh, Robotnik's grandpa, and I off screen kill Maria. Yeah. So that's that's also worth worth pointing out that like is that supposed to be fucking Robotnik's origin story now? Is like. He he's he's an evil scientist because he's pissed that the no. fucking government he killed he his he, family. He didn't even know about that. It's completely unrelated to why he's a okay. supervillain. Okay, it's it's totally. He seems to surprises everyone else when it happens in a story. He's not <laughs> like, yeah, that's why. I did. He's like, he's just like, oh, okay, that happened. Like he had no idea any of that happened. He's just a bad scientist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh my so let's. God. Let's move on. Um, also from Paul, are any of the GBA slash DS 2D Sonics worth tracking down, and which ones? Uh, yes. The Advanced series is really good. I love Rush and Rush Adventure. Um, they're both very good. Um, Advanced 2 and 3 can are kind of maligned. Some people are not a fan of the bosses in Advanced 2, and Advanced 3's partner system can be kind of wonky depending on which combination of characters you pick. Um, and in, I think, all the advanced games, getting all the Chaos Emeralds is kind of a pain in the ass, but, like, on the whole, yeah, I'd say they're worth playing if you want some more, like, 2D Sonic games. Like, at least, at least Sonic Rush is just fucking excellent top to bottom. Like, I don't, I don't think there's actually anything bad about that game, period. You guys remember the Sonic, like, fighting game on GBA? I do. Sonic the Fighters? No, 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 no Sonic, no, no, no. Sonic, Sonic Battle? Sonic Battle? What have been called that? That was a trip. <laughs> Might have been Sonic Brawlers. I don't know. I, I know that mostly from the arc in uh, Sonic X. That's just an adaption of that. Yeah, it's called Sonic Battle. Yeah, yeah. I remember the art style in that. Be- so sometimes Sonic games have like this alternate art style that's really cool, but it's always for like this weird side game that people don't like. Like they used, again, they the, used it in um, Rush too. The same kind of art style. Well, kind of. It was this. It was this weird, like stylized, like everything's kind of jagged sort of setup. Yeah, yeah. Which Battle um, had and. And I think Rush had it too, and Rush also had this like whole thing where it's like half the characters hat shaded, and that was cool. Rush, Rush, Rush was Rush's was also stylus, but it was slightly different. But like Battle had its own thing. Fucking Sonic Riders had its own thing. Oh, Riders! Uh, that's what I meant. Sorry, Riders is the one with, oh, the, yeah. with the hatching. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And then, um, and then also the aforementioned Sonic Shuffle. It's like. Sega is like really willing to get like super experimental with how Sonic looks, but only in these fucking batshit side games that usually end up sucking. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really wanted Sonic Riders to be good as a kid because like I-, I played like the snowboard levels of um like Sonic Adventure Two and Sonic Adventure and the- back even though in the Genesis days and Sonic Three and want I wanted a Sonic snowboarding game so bad. So when like riders came out i was like yeah and then it like and people there's people who like will say that riders is like a really fucking good series but it's a little bit hard to get into and i could never really do that it's just way too complicated for what is essentially a kart racer yeah 
Like it's just way too many mechanics that the game doesn't explain super well. I like. I they like streamlined yeah. everything. They streamlined everything for the second entry, but that second entry was fucking a Connect game, and like good fucking luck playing I, anything on Connect. I feel like there was more than um. There was more than the two Riders games. This is like I can see. I think I think there was a third one. Sonic I think Riders Zero Gravity. I think yeah. I think there was at least two games before um uh, the one on uh Connect. But yeah. Yeah. Just. Yeah, that was that was a game that, that that was a series that kind of like I, I, that was just sort of another example of of Sega like you kind of had a good idea here but you kept shooting yourself in the foot. Aesthetically, I like the idea of Sonic on a board more than a car, but that's just me. <laughs> I I do feel like that kind of fits the character better, but like yeah, yeah. Make a good rider's game, um, Sega. Yeah. So <laughs> last question, and it is from uh, my sister that I mentioned Aww. before, Monica. Hi, Monica. Uh, she asks. Hi. She asks, what's your Sonic OC? Uh, <laughs> don't have one. I mean, I'll maybe making one for when Forces comes out. And I'm, right now, I'm thinking about a, a, a yellow bird. That's what I'm thinking about. Um, I mean, I'd probably go with a black rabbit. <laughs> Not a red one? You know, d- based maybe red, but based on, the, based on the options that Sonic Forces seems to have available, like, it's going to be a rabbit. You know what's fucked like, up? There's no what? fox or echidna. Like, you know how many people fucking want to be an echidna? Like... <laughs> Yeah. What the yeah. hell for? It's also fucked up. Well, it's it's also fucked up that you can't just make a hedgehog. Well, you can't make a hedgehog. You can. Hedgehog's one of the. I thought ones. you couldn't. Yeah, hedgehog's one of the races. Okay. I'll look. So this, well, I'll look. Re- I'll relook it up again. Uh, Sonic okay. forces. But the thing is, it's uh, it's silly to to because it's not like they're doing it because you can't pick uh, a species that one of the main characters has because like you can make a cat and there've been two cats. Okay, so the available species so. are wolf, rabbit, cat. Dog, bear, bird, and hedgehog, and they all have their own little special ability. For instance, uh, bird can double jump like, higher, and like uh, yeah, yeah. wolf automatically draws in rings when near them. They all have little uh, racial abilities, but like yeah, why? Like I okay, hedge, yeah, why? Fucking D and D shit yeah. in the Sonic game. <laughs> well, I'm amazing back to the time I was talking about how I wanted to make a pen and paper Sonic game, but anyways, <laughs> I I don't understand why Kid and Fox aren't on here, like. People love Tails and Knuckles, and they want to... Like, echidnas are, like, a huge thing, if, if only because of, like, fucking the stuff that Archie did, where, like, there was a whole echidnopolis and, like, that whole that stuff. Might be what the, you know what? That might be what they're trying to avoid. No, because bring it back. All kind of, I want Ken Penders like, to play this fucking, game and make a Let's Play of it. Fucking Ken talks about Penders how made, it, like, an extended suit. family for Knuckles, and I think he might have made an extended family for Tails, too, and I think they're trying to avoid anything like that. No, just give they, us... They, they, they might be deliberately avoiding making, letting people make fan foxes or, or, or kidness less that, like, oh. unless Ken fucking Penders, that walking sack of shit, tries to sue them. <laughs> he is a sack of shit, but I want to see his Let's Play series where he plays as, like, Julie Sue or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, God, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just know how Do horrible I want to see be. that? Do I want... Like, that's a weird question. Like, I don't know. Do I, 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 would, I, would, I wouldn't that? even watch it, but I'd be happy that it exists. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being silly. All right. So, yeah. So let's let's wrap this up. Em, do you got anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, um, you can catch my art on dangerchair.tumblr.com, uh, and on my Twitter at This Is Emerald, and my Instagram, This Is Emerald, and you can see my YouTube channel, that's This Is Emerald, and my Twitch. Um, I'm starting to do commissions. I'm doing $15 to start off, and then every hour after the first, starting at every $15, and I think that's, I hope that's a reasonable rate, and, um, like, 
So a basic sketch would probably be only like fifteen dollars because it doesn't take me very long to do that. Uh, I need money because I've I've been unemployed for a while, so I'd really appreciate it if you send a commission my way. Okay, and that is uh, at this is Emeralds. Yeah, it's my Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. And uh, that's probably the easiest way to find and her. And dangerhair.tumblr.com uh, danger is my art blog, so you can check out all my art. Okay, you keep uh, – I, I do, I do want to say, hon, you keep – whenever you plug your Tumblr, you say the name like so insanely fast. I'm sorry. Like, I only know what you're saying because I already okay. know the name. Okay, dangerchair.tumblr.com is my art there blog. There we go. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Matt. What up? Anything you want to plug? Nope, not this week. Thanks for asking, oh. though. Okay. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us at G Shaped on Twitter, G S H A P E D on Twitter, send us questions, find out what future topics are going to be, suggest topics even. Just fucking go nuts. Hit us up. And um, I think that's going to do it. So, for, um, for going pear shaped, I've been Mike. I've been Matt. I've been Emily. And always remember. Deal yourself fast. Oh, Jesus. I screwed that up. Gotta go fast! You did fine.